Su'ur would spend nine months at Zabid and three months of the year, including the time of Ramadan, at Al-Majam, where he would specifically see to the affairs of his province. According to his premier, Ibn Bar, the Ramadan expenditure for his kitchen came to 1,000 dinars a day. Omara presented this information in the context of charity in the Ramadan period. It is as if the whole surrounding area was eating from his palace kitchen. His return to Zabad was a pageant to behold. The citizens would come forth to meet him divided into the classes. The first to salute him would be the jurists of the Maliki, Hanafi, and Shafi'i schools of Islam. We are told that for this class, the prince used to dismount out of respect. Omara, page 120. Next to salute Su'ur were the merchants, followed by the soldiery and the citizens as a whole. He would then enter the city and honor the sultan. From there, he would head to the palace of the princess, and when he entered, everyone else left, with the exception of the lady's slave girl, Ghazal, who was his wife's sister. Omara, page 120. And two female slaves, formerly of Mansur ibn Fatik. When he approached the princess, she would rise and would say, quote, Thou, O Abu Muhammad, art not simply our wazir, but our master and the manly ruler of our kingdom, one whose authority it is not in aught lawful unto us to disregard. End quote. Page 120. He would then cry out loud and bend his face to the ground until she would raise him. The waiting ladies would then withdraw out of the state reception room. Su'ur would then inform the princess of his intentions for the year, such as appointments, rewards, and capital sentences. They would remain in discussion until Su'ur rose for midday prayer, which would be conducted at his mosque near his palace. Large crowds would be around him, mainly of those who could not leave the city to meet him. Gratuities were then given to the jurists and distinguished scholars amounting to 12,000 dinars. Others were given to the military class. Omara saw the receipts for the gratuities in the handwriting of the ruler's secretaries. Also, the wazir Ibn Bar told Omara that the sultan's officials, nobles, and stewards received 20,000 dinars in gratuities. He also used to transfer 60,000 dinars to the sultan's treasury from the revenues of his province, Al-Majam. The princess's household would receive 15,000 dinars. All in a day's work. Su'ur's day began halfway through the night when he would enter his mosque for the purpose of being available to those citizens who could not approach him during the day because of the crowds or who may have become anxious at night for some reason. He would be there until after morning prayer when he would go to the house of a jurist, the bedside of a sick citizen, to a house where a deceased citizen was being mourned, or to a communal celebration such as a feast or wedding. Omara specifically states that Su'ur did not confine his visits to the senior ranking in society, but to whoever extended the invitation. In the same spirit, whoever thought themselves unfairly treated could state their case before him in whatever language they felt was appropriate without fear of censure from the ruler. Also in the same spirit, when summoned by judges, he appeared in person and did not delegate the duty to a junior. Omara was clearly in admiration of this point because he mentions, in brackets, that some men of inferior rank to Su'ur would do this. Once present, the ruler would recognize the authority of the judge in the court setting 
rather than pull rank on the judge. He would also accompany the sultan's procession and would hold his own court at the royal gate, where Omara tells us the people received perfect judgment, page 123. Su'ur would then take care of military business and concerns until the midday meal, which he would have at his palace. After this, he would rest for a couple of hours, then he would go to his mosque and listen to the traditions of the Prophet Muhammad until the time to perform the afternoon prayer. Su'ur would return to his palace until sunset, then would go back to his mosque for prayer before hosting a debate among jurists. This would last until the time for evening prayer. His day would end riding an ass with only one servant in front of him to the queen's palace to discuss public affairs.